0: Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Cruise Control Podcast. Kid Cruiser, Birdie, Eddie. You're listening to the Cruise Control Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Cruise Control Podcast. I'm your host, Kid Cruiser, along with Eddie the Puma and Bertie L. Jackson here. How are you guys doing today?
1: Doing well. La Puma, Where'd you get that from? You know where it's from.
0: Why did they call you the Puma Eddie?
1: Don't worry about it. Because you have
0: a <laughs> 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 um but what's up? how you guys doing today?
1: doing well how you doing man
0: i'm I'm good. it's a nice uh it's a nice day. The rain stopped. fuck the rain. yeah, I wasn't feeling it. no, it wasn't a vibe. How was you guys this weekend? It was a long weekend, long weekend. Why is that? Started on Friday. Yeah. What uh? What happened? Tell the listeners what we did this
1: weekend. Went to this place called like the Purple Easel mm-hmm. or Cheesel. Purple Easel, I believe. The purple Easel. What's an easel? It's one of those like stands, right? Where you put your painting on. I mm. think so. Something okay. to do with art. Mm-hmm. So uh, we went there, me and my lady and uh, Cruz and his girl mm-hmm. and Nick and Alyssa. Shout out Nick and Alyssa. Or Nick and Alyssa, sorry. <sighs> Anyway, yeah, I got fucking smacked. Like the whole time going into it, you were smacked. I didn't know we can bring bottles or cans. Like, I thought that was like off limits. Yeah, so. somebody had a little fifth of Hennessy in there. Like that shit was tight. Everybody brought bottles and cans. I, my dumbass, I was like, yeah, we should either do like wine. But I was like, nah, let's do tequila and squirt. Mm-hmm. So I get the whole tequila bottle and I put it in my little container. Yeah. And just put a little bit of squirt in there. That shit was strong. That it shit was super strong. It I was good tequila. though. It was good. No, it was really good. What kind of tequila did you bring? Don Julio.
0: Wow, it was Don Julio. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, yeah, that explains it. Um, that place was fucking dope, dude. Like, great time. Uh, As fuck, a wine,
1: that's drinking and painting, right? Yeah, painting and
0: uh, it's called a paint and sip, pretty mm-hmm. much. That's cool. Um, fuck bowling. Purple easel is the place to go, bro. Yeah, sure. You're you're doing something creative, which is dope. They're not policing you. They're not like, oh. You have to do it like this. You can go off and do whatever you want. So you're pretty much, yeah, you're paying for the supplies at the time, but you can still do whatever you want. So it's super dope. You can, we brought a whole case of White Claws. They're playing dope music too. The music was dope. The whole environment was dope. It was a mix of people. Nobody was judging anybody. It was super dope. So as a date night, as a first date, as a fucking, a whole crew gathering together, I really enjoyed it. Like I want to go back already. Yeah. yeah, I'm.
1: I'm sad I missed out. Hopefully we can all go again soon. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, let us know because I'm super down to do that again. Like that's sometime was, next month,
1: it'll happen. Let's go again. Yeah, we'll go again.
0: I'm down to do that all the time. Like that's how much fun it was. Okay. So.
1: Pretty cheap too. Fifty six dollars for two people. So.
0: And you're like okay. I said, you're pretty much gonna spend like forty bucks at the bowling alley already. You yeah. know what I mean? Just so,
1: BYOB, you know. That's pretty cool too.
0: It's a reasonable price. Um, you get to bring your own drinks. Not an ad. Not an ad. <laughs> um, But it's dope. So I think that we should do it. Yeah, no, let's yeah, do we it. We should do it, do it as a pod. Yeah. Um, I so, think we're going to take Caden uh, in a couple weeks.
1: Yeah, no, play, let's have go. Any kids I'm night, so. sure that'd be great.
0: I don't know. It's just dope. I can really you still enjoyed drink it. during kids' night? I don't know. Hmm. Maybe. Let, let me know if you can. Not.
1: Let me know if you can. And, and you're down know, for that? I'll let you know if I'll go.
0: All right. For sure. I will feel it. What'd you do this weekend, Eddie?
1: Uh. Just a weekend in, yeah, and do anything. Oh, you just chilled, just relax. I feel it. It was a boring weekend for me, man. I didn't do anything, just work.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. It was pretty slow weekend. Um, Ooh. but the the I think that Friday of the purple easel, it Set was a the mood. It was really. I just. It was just in a good mood. Like I just, it really brought my chakras. I was up.
1: hung over like <laughs> a champ, bro. For real? You
0: went to work the next day, didn't you? Mm-hmm.
1: Shout out to you, bro. Six o'clock. Shout out to you, dog. Thanks. Tap. But. On a different note, can I give him a different shout out? Yeah, go ahead. Can I shout out Pop Smoke, man? Yeah,
0: let's talk about Pop Smoke. Um, So at the time of recording our podcast last week, we record on Sundays and Mondays, depending on how our week goes. So his untimely passing happened on Wednesday. So we're here to pay respects to Pop Smoke. I, I have no other words to put it. It's just, it's sad. A 20-year-old kid lost his life due to gun violence yeah and definitely on it's
1: a, it's sad definitely on a lot more like a somber note man like i didn't even know he was that young
0: yeah i didn't know he was 20 because his voice doesn't <laughs> his voice doesn't portray that i thought this guy was like yeah, yeah we, at least almost in his 30s you know we, what we what all mean? joked around like Very the voice don't match
1: him 99 bro that's crazy
0: seeing 99 at 2020 is that's
1: just a year younger than my little brother bro that's it's, that's it's a crazy, crazy thing crazy man it's
0: crazy yeah the same with my little sister but I'm not going to come in here and say that I was a fan, but I can come in here and say that I did respect what he did. I know that people liked his style. I know that he was making a making waves in New York, which a lot of people haven't. I know the New York rap scene has kind of been kind of low lately, Yeah. but I know that people really loved his style. He was kind of bringing a new wave in there, yeah, and definitely, that's just for a 20-year-old kid to do that,
1: that shit is so dope. Um, cause he was New York, but he was bringing like almost, he was borrowing almost a UK like grime. Yeah. yeah definitely. And it was, it was definitely different. I did like his last album. I don't, was it called um, the return of the woo? I
0: think it was like meet the woo too or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Something like that. I, I, I
1: enjoyed the album return of the woo. That would have been badass. <laughs> that would have been bad. <laughs> badass.
0: Um, I think I said, I stated off Mike that it was me. I woo wasn't, too. I wasn't hating on him. It just wasn't for me, but I said that I would like to see where he continues and where he grows. That would have been interesting. Especially yeah. with his the affiliation it, with Jack Boys. It's sad that
1: That would have been really interesting. That's not a
0: that's not a reality now. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't get to get that chance to it's crazy, man. To see how he grows because I saw a video of him. Again, he's a twenty-year-old kid. Mm. I saw a video of him at a stadium in New York. I believe I don't. I don't want to say what it was because I don't know what the venue was. Mm-hmm. But every single person had their phones out, and every single person was singing the songs, the words back to him. Really, twenty years old. His bro. most
1: popular song was a uh, Dior, right?
0: Dior and like Welcome to the Party. I My think. bitch
1: like go go. Yeah, something like that. I thought
0: that was the one off Jack Boys.
1: That was Gotti, right? Yeah, Gotti. But um, regardless, he had a really bright future. Yeah. I'm really curious of how like Travis and how all of Jack Boys is going to react to this because they've been pretty low-key about it. Maybe a, a post or two. Hmm. But I want to know what they're going to do because this was
0: – I don't even think it's – I don't even think it's about Travis. I don't think it's no, about No, no. It's Jack definitely Boys. not. It's bigger than um, this. Definitely I'm just bigger say, than
1: – I'm curious of what his uh, – I guess almost his co-workers – Mm -hmm. like how they feel how they feel yeah Yeah, definitely because they were obviously but i know closer than anybody over there on
0: the east coast i know in new york that it does affect them and i started thinking about the kids that um are were his age the kids that are that are in high school still you know what i mean think about all the people that they looked up to a lot of them have passed already so a lot of the artists that i looked up to in that age like they're still alive other than Mac but it's just sad to see all those figures and all those people that are part of your life that you look up to that influence you aren't here anymore you talk talking about the eco- east coast I'm talking about all the young kids that have passed um okay. x juice world pop smoke like yeah even if I wasn't a biggest fan a big fan of them that's not my generation that's their generation the one after me but it's it's sad to see that their people are
1: going I have know, a question do you think that like because he died out here on the West Coast, do you think it raises that stigma of that East Coast West Coast like um I don't I don't know. I don't know what happened. Um there's been a lot of
0: rumors and speculation and a lot of stuff is still coming out because mm. it's still fresh. Obviously uh, the investigation is still going to go on. But I don't know. It, it could have been one of those things where somebody was like fuck like they're trying to keep that West Coast, East Coast beef alive, but it I don't, almost, I don't think it's like that anymore. It hasn't it been like that for a long time. It you almost know? makes
1: him like a martyr, almost, you know?
0: Yeah, it's it's very strange, but it, it was sad because he, I, I saw something that said that he survived the hood for twenty years, and he comes to Beverly Hills and he gets murdered.
1: Well, I don't know how true the information I got was. I did hear it from something else, but I heard that the nine one one call came from the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody from the East Coast. Because I think he was on the that phone or something. Something. I don't know the details. I just, like I said, I heard it for something else. So mm. I don't I don't know how true.
0: Yeah, like that I said, is. things are still going to keep yeah, coming up as time passes. Things coming, but. But the moral of the story here is that yeah, a 20 year old kid. A 20 year old kid lost his life. Lost his life. And it's just, it's, 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 uh
1: unfortunate
0: it's unfortunate it's sad he had a lot of potential um very different, a lot of potential and like, like i said voice. i didn't even get to even if i wasn't on board yet not because i was hating but because i just i it wasn't my style yeah mm-hmm. you know what i mean um it's sad that i can't see him grow you know what i mean it's sad that other people can't see yeah, him. Yeah, we'll grow. never
1: see what he could have became
0: yeah and it was looking like he was gearing up to be that yeah he could have been i'm no i don't want to go on a broad spectrum like oh the 50 cent the asap of his generation but i know a lot of east coast new york people they loved what he was doing he could have been the
1: next generation of
0: something of new york rap yeah you know what i mean now speaking we'll
1: of know. new york rap you know what i never like relate to pierre Bourne's from new york is he yeah I did not know that. He's I didn't Playboy know He's Playboy Cardi's DJ. Like they're both yeah, from New yeah, York. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's and a even, producer and everything. Even Playboy Cardi, it's like yeah, he's from New York, but like I thought he was from Atlanta. Nah, he's from New York. Yeah, I born didn't, I in didn't. yeah. I okay, didn't know that.
0: but he I think he moved to Atlanta. Hmm. Something like that, because I know like he's a part of the Atlanta music scene, but I didn't know that Pierre uh, Pierre was from there.
1: Yeah, that's news to me too.
0: Um, but yeah, just um. We just want to pay our respects to Pop Smoke, his family. I know there's a lot of stuff going on with rumors and speculation, but it's not even about that. It's the fact that a 20-year-old kid lost his life to gun violence and that this stuff needs to stop. So to whoever's listening out there, to if we have any young listeners, um, the world is a sad place sometimes, and these things happen, but don't let it get you down. Um, Just keep moving forward. So rest in peace to Pop Smoke prayers and this to his family um and let's just hopefully let's just try to be better you know what i mean let's do better let's do better as a as a whole as a population um so yeah rest in peace pop
1: yeah i mean i thought you said rest in peace pop no nah, rest in peace pop rest in <laughs> peace pop too yeah yeah rest in peace pop Most definitely yeah but trying to stick to like the music and kind of on a a better note still pretty somber Did you guys happen to listen to that new King Cruel album? Yes. Yes, I I did. So, I didn't
0: even know that it was dropping this week. Neither Neither did I. I. But I saw it. Jinx. Jinx Jinx again. (laughs) I saw it and I was fucking hyped. I was like, fuck yeah, let's go.
1: How did you guys feel about it? It was honestly... Y'all probably know a lot more about it than me. Um, It was honestly a, a lot better than what I was expecting. I tried to check out some of his older stuff and it was just too... It was too raw for me to really get into, mm-hmm. but throughout this album, I feel like the first song, like it was really a mood setter for what, it was a good table yeah, setter. I He's wondered, really
0: good at setting the mood. I wanted to say that this is my favorite intro song from him out of uh, both the albums. Like, well, I can't personally, like, Out I of Easy Easy, right? Easy Easy, D- easy right? is my, one of my favorite um, songs. I didn't like the the second opener of the first, or the, the opener yeah. of the second album. The ooze. Mm-hmm. The ooze. it wasn't my favorite. Um, but this, this is my favorite, like to start an album with this song. Yeah. Um,
1: with Cellular. Yeah. Yo, this shit was yeah. so
0: good, dude. So good. Yeah.
1: Throughout of it, throughout like the whole album, like I knew it was like depressing. Like it was kind of like a dark mood, that he, a dark aura, if yeah, you will. Yeah, it's very melancholy. Yeah. But like I see myself like tapping my toe and like getting into it.
0: Because there's still a musical aspect to oh, yeah, the somberness. Sure. I will say, I mean?
1: Bird, I think you should go to the concert with us. Mhm. It's like 90 bucks, isn't it? I don't think it is.
0: No, nah, I think it's cuz um I don't think it's sold out. I think it did sell out, so the resellers really? are doing it for 80, 90 bucks now. Yeah, I, uh, I looked up yeah.
1: tickets when we first start talking about King Krill, it was like yeah. 90 bucks. Um, but I think you should look into it. It's a really he is probably one of the best performers I've ever seen. Really? Yeah, he just He's, gets he gets he delves in that shit, bro. Better he, like an astral world. Uh, that's different. It's, different it's, it's two different types of... Okay. You know I don't mean? think Travis is letting as much emotion out as King Cruel. Even though he did. He did. Uh, Travis killed it, but King Cruel this is... It's it so feels almost like therapy for raw. him.
0: Raw. You know what I mean? He's doing mm. music to... Yeah, I like that. That's this is Yeah, this is his therapy.
1: Yeah, it was to get out that emotion. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, This so is his release. I remember I texted, uh, I texted you, Eddie. Yeah. I was like, yo, this album's fucking amazing but I was only listening to it on one headphone when I, while I was at work and it was kind of low, hmm. but everything I heard was great. I re went back to listen. I listened to it in the truck. I listened to it like on speakers and stuff. Yeah. It wasn't
1: amazing, but I still really enjoyed it. Not to cut you off. Where's the best place to listen to music, new music? For me, it's on a, it's
0: when you're driving by yourself. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter. The weather or day, um, it's when you have a long drive and you let that shit play. That's my favorite time to listen to music. What about you?
1: Are you talking the first time you hear that? The first time you hear it. For me, it's in headphones. Really? Yeah. What I like to do is I just like to sit on the couch and let the, uh, the Bluetooth play. Okay. What's yeah, it? I don't... Three very different things. Yeah,
0: definitely, because... I agree with you Cause, like um how you said last week like when you asked what my private time was mm-hmm. um like driving for me is a very like it's very private it's when I get to listen to whatever I want get to play whatever I want and it's just me by myself I enjoy that time Do you like quiet time driving? I do it very sporadically like very rarely it's like when if if the bluetooth if the bluetooth doesn't connect or if I don't really have If I'm not in a mood or if I don't really have anything to really listen to, I'll just kind of let the drive, the drive just kind of just go on. What about you? I hate quiet time.
1: I don't want to be alone with my own thoughts. dark, Yeah, as dark as that sounds. (laughs) I like the music to influence what I'm doing.
0: I take it as um like I get to enjoy the scenery mm. like even though we're out here there's really not much to look at but I do enjoy just kind of just looking at stuff like oh I never noticed that
1: on that street before I you like know what the mean? sound of the tires on the pavement I yeah. like being one with my own thoughts I like I I come up with ideas I don't know yeah no I yeah. like no I like the music usually because when I'm going let's say to work mm. I know what I'm driving by I've been doing it for years okay. But if I'm going somewhere new let's say with my lady it's usually conversation, okay, yeah, but I don't want just music because then it's I like it to influence when I'm going to work and stuff mm-hmm. but if I'm doing something new, I don't want the music to influence that
0: yeah for me it's um how I said if if the some technical technicality is happening and i my phone's not connecting, I don't try to force it I'm like all right, it's cool so I don't purposely make quiet time but Mm. if it happens i feel like it's kind of the universe telling me to just
1: like chill out a little bit yeah see i i never have the issue of like my phone not connecting no sometimes it happens it's it's a wired connection for me i like rolling down the window lighting up a cigarette and just going home i like doing both
0: yeah sometimes you know i haven't seen
1: you smoking a cigar in a long time (laughs) i know you're you're really really into that it it was a kick um (laughs) i spent some money anyway we can go back to the album but,
0: but going back to the album there's a lot of songs that i really really like i need um, to go through it
1: again for sure
0: stoned again comet face stoned again was great um, there's a grittiness i don't want to say a darkness but there's a raw grittiness there's a dirty feel to some of the songs and how we were saying how we were telling you that this is kind of therapy for him mm-hmm. he just kind of goes all out his voice his um the, the the music the guitar it's so raw and emotional that i've Fucking love it. Does man. he
1: play all the instruments?
0: I don't know if it's his. If King Cruel is his stage name and he has a band, same with mm-hmm. like Tame Impala. Yeah. Or if this is a band, because I know his King, name. Like it's King Cruel as a whole. Yeah, I don't know. His
1: name is Archie Marshall, and he has an album release as Archie Marshall. Yeah. Hmm.
0: So I don't know if King Cruel is like his alias, and the, and then he has like a live band,
1: or vice versa. That
0: yeah, this is the band. I remember.
1: I think I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Uh, he definitely reminds me of Spooky Black,
0: like the rock version of that, or what? Yeah, I don't know if okay. you said
1: that, but maybe. I think I said it when we were doing our lists. Maybe. Oh, okay, okay. Oh okay. yeah. uh, like yeah, off mic. But off see, mic. for for yeah. me with the album, the dream is almost like an interlude. Mm-hmm. That's really where I hear like the album like almost start. Because yeah. what I loved in his old albums was the real sad music, the fucking yeah. the baby blue, the music like that a foreign you know, to yeah foreign two. Mm. i like the the shit where i will you, say with you could hear his emotions with
0: his music um the mute the album came out what two three days ago so there's still a lot that I, i'm gonna stay with the album i'm gonna listen to it oh, definitely i'm still have a this lot is just to, our first impression it's a, it's a first impression of it um but i don't king rule is one of the very few artists that i don't look up his lyrics
1: okay now that you um, said
0: that can you even understand his lyrics? I don't. I don't understand what he's saying half the and time. And that's what's crazy about it. Because you can feel the energy. It, but you, you don't
1: got to understand his words. You can understand what he means. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't look up his lyrics till I feel like I've interpreted my own definition of it. Because hmm. on um, Six Feet Beneath the Moon, his first album. Yeah. Regardless or not, if what he meant those songs to be, I have my very own interpret. Interpretation of those songs. Yeah, a lot of definitely. those songs are very personal to me. um I try to apply them to different aspects of my life, and it could be two different things. You know what I mean? So when I do look up the lyrics and I see what he wrote, I'm like, oh, this does kind of relate to what I was talking about or what I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. So he's one of the very few artists that I don't even like try to understand what he's saying. I try to feel the emotion in the great, rawness and I- of. Conveying emotion. Yes. Definitely.
1: That's his that's his bag. I will say this album as well is very cohesive. Yes. Yeah. Very a lot of the, the songs last, bleed into each other. Yeah. The Dude, last three even in four
0: the, songs, I thought it was one song. You know what the I mean? I thought added. the middle
1: of the album was one song, bro. it reminded me of Life of Pierre. For real. Yeah. <laughs> but like a rock version. Yeah. Okay. At the end of the fucking day, King Cruel, keep doing what you're doing. This is a great fucking album. You have a great discography.
0: Yeah, no. King Cruel is one of my Favorite all artist kind of all time. Um,
1: I will by- be buying this on vinyl.
0: Yeah, how I said, I don't care what he does.
1: What I feel through his words is completely. And I, I like unique. trying
0: to. I, I honestly think of King Creole as like a, um, his artistry. I think of it as film. How he was like, there's a television, and it's talking to me, like even the way what his music videos
1: are. They're all very cinema, cinema, cinematic, cinematic. Yes.
0: Um. Whatever that means, um, it, he could have had a, a bad day and he got a message from the TV or something or uh, he said something that the television could be our phones now, you know what I mean? The This is talking to me. Hmm. Um, it, however I interpret it, his messages and the way he's conveying his thoughts are is very cinematic to me. So that's why I like him because I love film and i feel with his music it it they kind of coincide with each other
1: not to s- repeat myself but at the dream it could just be just it might just be me but the rest of the album it sounds like a drunk voicemail hmm. listen to the dream and like at and least the next 3 4 songs it sounds like it's a voicemail
0: he's talking to someone the first song on the album is called cellular you know okay. what i mean yeah. so it's it's a uh, that's what i like about king Crow is you can t- interpret however you want to interpret the album everybody has a different way of of interpreting things but i feel like with his music it's more um how do i say it he lends that that space for you to actually interpret things and he doesn't ever say like oh this is what i've never seen an interview of his to where he says like oh this is what that meant or this meant so i like that i like being able i feel like he really just tries to hey this is my emotion this is my art You guys can do with it what you will. So I really enjoy that from him. I think it's his bag. I think it's his specialty. So, um, yeah, I still going to have a lot more to delve into it. Of course. I haven't, how I said, I haven't rode around to it at night, which is my favorite time to listen to him, especially at nighttime by myself. Um, but there's so much more to unpack with it, but like how you said, Birdman, um, this is our first impression of it. And I just, at, right now I really, I'm really
1: enjoying it. Yeah. All that being said, Bird, I, I do hope you come with us to see him. When is it? April something. I think I can look it up right now. Give before me. or after Coachella? Before Coachella. It's before Coachella. Yeah. Okay. It's like the weekend, two weekends or the no, weekend it's before. One weekend before. Okay. The it's one... a Tuesday before. It's a Sun, a Monday so yeah it's, it's a like, tuesday it's like april like oh. yeah it's like i I do hope you come it is a he gives a great performance okay um is
0: that it with the king crew album you guys have anything else to yeah, say I think about We spend it? enough time on it
1: yeah
0: um yeah go listen to the listeners if you never listen to king crew um i don't know if this is a good album to start at but it's a it's a good listen so if you want to get into him listen to this album check out his other two projects and do with it what you will um, however, you believe that you feel about it. Listen to it. I'm sure you're gonna think something else than what we think. Stemming off of that, what else happened in music this week?
1: Uh, a few. It's been a few, a couple anniversaries.
0: Yeah, nothing as far as like new releases. Nothing really happened, right?
1: Not that I've really paid attention to. Yeah, cause I wanted to, uh,
0: um I wanted to talk to you guys about this last week, but uh, if you're reading this, it's too late. Was it's been five years since it dropped. Wild. So Some people regard that as his best album. That is my favorite Drake album. Um,
1: where did it land for you guys? It was definitely like um, when it first dropped, I used to go to the gym. Obviously, I don't now. <laughs> but um, that was all I used to play. Mm-hmm. Like my two albums I used to play in the gym were Rodeo and If You're Reading This, It's Too Late. Okay. And that's it. Um, what there's like, sorry, go there's ahead. a lot of songs that like I can relate to. On if you're reading this, like Madonna,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, what about you, Eddie? How do you feel about the, think or what was, what is, what do you remember from the album?
1: I mean, are we talking songs? Are we talking just, emotions? Just the
0: whole aspect of the album. I what do, do think you, it's,
1: it's his, if it's not his best album, it's definitely in the top three best mm-hmm. rap album. Can you say that? Of all time, or right. of his, not of <laughs> his, not, of his, yeah. Then definitely, okay. Um,
0: for me, I think this was one of the last albums where people were kind of freaking out about, um, because he marketed it as a mixtape, right? But he sold it. It was on iTunes for purchase. Mm-hmm. So I vividly remember that this was one of the last albums where you could find a a zip link. Remember that. Like remember the zip, the media the fire the media share. This was on one of the last. Computer. Yeah, this was one of the last albums that I was able to get a zip mm. off of it. That's interesting. Um, because I remember it was like, oh, where's the link at? Where's the link at? Because I, as oh, I said, I remember that. Yeah, I, remember I remember how it I said, being like a big or it was to a because he dropped it out of nowhere. There was no announcement. Mm-hmm. There was nothing teasing it. It just dropped. It
1: was one random night too, right? It just
0: dropped. The album came out. Um, and people went the. Like Drake has that power to for to make people stop on Twitter on for w- when it comes to music. World. Yeah, he can stop when he releases. So I vividly remember that this was one of the last albums to get there was off a, a media pan- share. A panic about it, right? Yes, they're like, I need to listen to this. How mm-hmm. do I get it? But at that time, how I said, nobody wanted to pay for shit. Still, no. You know what I mean, it wasn't. It was right before streaming. Everything
1: wasn't convenient. You didn't have like that, that, that Apple Pay. Like,
0: yeah, nobody wanted to pay for shit still because we were still. At the end of the Lime wire, mm-hmm. the mixtape, the Dat Piff era. We were yeah. at the very end of it. And I think this kind of solidified the end of that era. Huh? Because I, I, how I said, th- my fondest memory of this album was people freaking out. So
1: do you think that's a play on words? The uh, album's name? If you're reading, this it's too late. Or how about you should say, if you're listening to this, it's too late for that era. This is the last of the rap era, is what he's tr- basically trying to say. I've never thought about it and like that. You knew that going in? Possibly? never thought about it like that at
0: all. Hmm. but it's a good it's a good angle to look at it
1: because like when I look at the um the album title if you're reading this, it's too late. it means to me like if you're listening to this, it's too late, which means it's it's directed towards somebody, but if you listen to it as a whole, um it's not cohesive. there really isn't a straight message being sent across the yeah. Vow. That's know? why
0: I think he kind of labeled it as a mixtape because it's not cohesive. But every song fucking bangs, bro. Do every you, song is good. Uh, Atta boy let that shit rip. Do you think he <laughs>
1: tried to hit gold twice by going with uh, more life? Do you think that that was like, like he tried uh,
0: to kind of trying to fight lightning in a bottle again? Yeah, um, maybe, but it just didn't it didn't pan out. Obviously, I still like more life. I do like more life. Um, but I think the maybe the gimmick, uh, I don't think it panned out because he, and I also think it's kind of like a cop out, like oh it's a playlist, it's not a mixtape or album, so I, I think, think he was trying to make it a thing, but it didn't. That being
1: said, though, it, it didn't lead to anything. It definitely had shuffle ability, uh, more, more life, uh, yeah, definitely. Like you can definitely start from anywhere and finish from anywhere. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely true.
0: Yeah, I just wanted to say that, that I think that's my favorite Drake project to date. For sure.
1: We should eventually do a top 5 Drake albums.
0: Yeah, we can do that. Um uh, but
1: October? Nice. Nice, bro. Yeah, I was trying to think Notice. of like I was like I was, about to ask, like, I was like, when is his birthday? I was like yeah, yeah. October's very yeah, October. own. OVO.
0: Um um but for sure I remember that this was a that if you're reading this was a moment um despite all the controversy surrounding it. 2015, now. Huh? Yeah. I think that I this was that Drake brothers. at his pinnacle, at his peak. Um, this album, how you said, even though it's not cohesive or uh-huh. whatever you want to call it, every I think there's only one song that I don't really care for. Which one? Now and Forever. Yeah, I don't like that. I think it was kind of like a force. The one he's talking to his mom? No, no, no. That's uh, You and the Nine. I, I don't think. like You and the Nine. Um, you in the six, I thought. Oh, you in the six. Sorry, that's
1: a good <laughs> song. About the yeah, data? I like
0: that song. I like that song. But um,
1: wallet, wallet, wallet,
0: wallet. But I think just that now and forever song was the only one that he was kind of trying to force something. But his six p.m. in New York, that to close the album out on that note, um, Jungle, I feel like is his, oh. is
1: his best R and B song right. ever.
0: Me real um, Can
1: we agree that Drake is a killer at? Closing an album, opening an album. Yes, yes. It, it,
0: even if it's not opening, his outros are s- not even second to none. They're the his best. outros are second to none. They're they're the best things.
1: And legend on this was planet. probably one of his best intros. Yeah, yeah definitely.
0: Intro. Um, but yeah, just I just want to I just wanted to take the time to talk about the five years, and I'm glad that we did discuss that because I really do feel like this kind of ended that era where like hey shit's about to change now. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean Streaming came Travis into play. Travis Scott
1: gave one of his worst features ever and it was still one of the best songs on the album. I like that. I like that. I need it. some company. I
0: don't even remember how it went. Need now, you to I, I <laughs>
1: sometime I've been in my What is trip? What is City trip?
0: That one right? Yeah. Um but yeah, just uh it's kind of it's kind of tight to look back at shit. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, it was a great album. What were you doing in 2015 if I can ask?
0: I was on the verge of learning that
1: my first child was coming into the world. I remember those days. Twenty fifteen. Yeah. Nice. I remember I was happy for you. I was yeah. happy for y'all. I was like, uh, hopefully they stay together.
0: Yeah, it was crazy.
1: It was a crazy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was a crazy time, but it was um.
1: They stayed together. Yeah, Shit. we're still so together. I I didn't know you so
0: yeah that's fair i, I, I hadn't met you house. yet I
1: met you the next year
0: yeah I hadn't met you yet.
1: I don't think I was even doing drugs at that time <laughs> it I was all I was silver just, birds. I was just smoking weed okay well um, it's a drug. but yeah at the time at the
0: time that this album came out it was um I think if the information wasn't out yet it was about to be mm-hmm. out there okay so, yeah definitely one of my if not my favorite um album of the past decade definitely one of the favorites young bird yeah
1: but if if you guys are ready to move on
0: yeah yeah I'm, I'm i think i'm good
1: since we're talking about uh anniversaries the nine-year anniversary of a a frankie album was recently
0: the nostalgia ultra yes sir. ultra um
1: how do you guys feel about that
0: i remember shout out to the homie tim Darkwa. what year was that shout out tim Darkwa. shout out tim um he, <laughs> Nine? What is that? Two thousand ten? Two thousand eleven?
1: No. I feel it was two years before. Oh, four years. Well, it's in nine years, right? Twenty
0: twenty. Twenty eleven. I wasn't a junior. Um, Tim has always been into more R and B shit. He introduced me to the uh the weekend he did, first.
1: He did drop the weekend.
0: Um, and he showed me. He was the first person to show Fox. me <laughs> to uh Frank Ocean first. So I will say right here that I don't love the whole thing. I'll be honest. I'm front to back. It's not my favorite thing in the Mm -hmm. world, but there's a lot of songs that I really like on it that led the tone to what Frank Ocean was going to become. Novocaine, Swim Good, We All Try, Love Crimes. My favorite off the mixtape is a song about women. I fucking love that song. Okay. I love that song.
1: So 2011, I believe I'm a sophomore in high school at the time. Uh-huh. I was just starting to get into Odd Future, and I was starting to like deep dive deep into their discography. I don't know if I said that right. Discography. 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 And um, I stumbled upon this. I it had to be on Dat Piff. Mm-hmm. Or I downloaded it illegally.
0: I remember it was on Tumblr at
1: the time when mm. Tumblr was popping. Tumblr was popping. <laughs> when Tumblr <laughs> was popping. Um yeah. But first off, I'm gonna shout the fucking car on the cover. That shit's fire, it's bro. a BMW E thirty M three. It looks like it's from the eighties. I don't know what year it's from. Badass car. I love the car. Shit is stupid fire, bro. Um my favorite song, my favorite songs off the album are Love Crimes. And uh, American Wedding. Funny story. Yeah, American. Oh, no. American continue, wedding, sorry. Yeah. Continue. Funny story. Um, I remember I was uh, practicing driving. I had like my driving instructor with me and we were driving around Fontana and uh, Hotel California comes on uh-huh. and I'm like, Ah, sweet. They're about to play some Frank. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> and it ends up being Hotel California. I'm just like, well, this ain't bad either, but I wanted some Frank.
0: I like the story behind American Wedding but growing up with my dad he was a big Eagles fan so mm-hmm. I couldn't it was very hard for me to separate the two. Okay. Um I will say this that Strawberry Swing was a cover of a Coldplay song mm-hmm. and that song led them for led him to open up for Coldplay. Really? And Coldplay is one of the biggest bands in music at the time pretty much ever and at the time. But for me Strawberry
1: Swing was a good mood setter.
0: Yeah, Strawberry Swing was a good opener. I didn't like the Nature Feel song, like the cover of uh, MGMT. Okay. Because, again, I couldn't. It was hard for me at the time because I was really into rock music and anything stemming off and branching off rock music mm-hmm. for me to separate the two. All right. So um, I, I, it wasn't that the, that the songs were bad. I just couldn't separate the two. Okay. But, like I said, those – four five six songs i loved i still love to this day and they were pretty much the basis of to what frank ocean was going to become essentially
1: well at the time frank he didn't have that much many tracks out so anything was better than nothing at that point yeah Yeah. and um that's really all i gotta say about like yeah
0: he had um this is
1: before channel orange you know like this is before like he really became this is before um when he got on with Kanye and Jay-Z. Yeah, Watch the Throne. Yeah, Watch the Throne. And uh just from that just to know that that was his beginnings, like it was great to me. Yeah, for
0: me um I think at the time Channel Orange came out, I and we'll talk about I don't want to get into that because I can go on about that album.
1: That can be a whole pod.
0: That could be a whole pod just on Channel Orange, but after listening to Channel Orange, I'm a very I don't want to say I have an addictive personality because I know how to control myself when it comes to certain things Mm -hmm. but when it comes to art and media and when I get into a person and artistry I become obsessed with it so at the time when Channel Orange came out yeah I already knew about Nostalgia Ultra so I had that in the back of my mind but at the time Channel Orange came out I became obsessed with Frank Ocean. So I went back and looked up every single thing that I could about him, uh-huh. and he had the he had like a whole like it was a whole collection of songs. It was called the Lonnie Brew. Um, um, I remember that collection. I remember that. Which is his his and real name. It was, name a, it was a different BMW. Yeah, it, on. Was it was like a gray actor, one, right? Oh yeah, so, you're right. Yeah. So, um, I think out of the fifty songs that were on there, there I was like, a shit ton of songs. I only liked like three or four. Mm-hmm. Um. But it just goes to show that I
1: became obsessed with him. That being said, we can go on this all day. We can have our own podcast. We can have our Drake about, podcast. We can have, have our Frank Ocean o- podcast. Yeah, so I don't want to get
0: too into it. Deadass. Uh, I just wanted to to kind of paint the story of what this album brought for me as a fan.
1: But I'll cut Nostalgia Ultra out. And I know that's like counterproductive to what we're doing. Yeah. But um, when it comes to Channel Orange and even Blonde, don't you think it's, I don't know if you can say weird or odd, but don't you think it's like, I'll say odd then. Don't you think it's a little odd that it came out at such a perfect time in our lives? As far as 2012, all, all of them? 2012, I was a senior. I was going into my senior year, so you were just getting out of high yeah, school. Yeah, it was. I was it also came out, into my senior It came year. out the summer right before college. Mm-hmm. And Blonde was obviously 2016, which all we all have great 2016 summer 16 great yeah mhm um, and do you yeah. think do you think that means anything do you think like he knew that beforehand did, did he I don't know, know, know more did, did he really see the future
0: first i don't know if frank ocean does things on purpose or not as far as the way he releases things i don't know if he's in his own narcissistic bubble to where he doesn't care about his fans to where he only cares about his music i don't know i don't want to paint him as a i don't want to paint him as anything but i do like that he has been s- selfish more or less i got something to go into this To where go for it. he's released music when he wants to because yes channel orange came out at the time right before college so mm-hmm. that album to me was something so personal um Lives were moving on. My friends were moving to different places. You know what I mean? Um, Things weird are times. different. Yeah, weird times. So beautiful times. I related to that album because it was a new, it was a whole new thing to something that I was like, oh shit, I have to kind of go on my own now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't have these people around me anymore. I have to figure things out on my own. Mm-hmm. And this was one of the albums that I took with me. And I will, if my son were to ask me, ask me to show him something, I'm going to show him that album first.
1: All right we can go on forever exactly i think we should save this for another day but you said something that kind of like sparked my ears up if you Mm will narcissistic doesn't really care about his fans i've been watching something this past few weeks and i know i i can feel that the tension's already there Mm -hmm. i've been watching this anime okay it's called hunter x okay and um it, it's always been there i'm not gonna say eddie showed me the way but eddie like was like yo bro like you need to watch this and uh, i watched it a couple years ago i wasn't that interested in the first arc and i never kept back up but uh mm-hmm. last month in january this is february right yeah last month in january i picked back up on it and i've been watching it ever since hunter x it's a beautiful story it the world building is excellent when the dude that's writing it, he only writes what? A chapter every year. A couple chapters a year. A chupp- A cu- <laughs> A, chupple a chupple. chapters, A <laughs> A couple chapters a year. So the anime doesn't have enough time to catch up with it. Yeah, so there's filler and shit. There's no filler. Oh, there's no filler. They do it directly from the manga. That's dope. Yeah. That's fucking dope. But since he's only doing a couple chapters a year, they It comes can't... out sporadically. No, like it's done. It's done. It's... Oh, it's already done? As long as it takes to animate- like a manga, a chapter. It it takes however long, but it takes a couple chapters per episode. So if he's only doing a couple chapters a year, imagine how long it takes to do a whole season.
0: Yeah, not that long.
1: No, no, no very long. Oh, very long. Sorry. A year <laughs> is a couple chapters. Uh huh. One episode is a few chapters. Okay, okay, I got gotcha. you. That being said, I don't know who writes it. You got a beautiful soul, bro, but fuck you for real. Yo, he's, he's keeping us on the edge, bro. Like, there's no way to know. This will never be animated. Do you think
0: it's something that, how do I say it? Like, oh, I did this, and I didn't think it was going to become anything, yes. and now I have to catch up to what the, the, the,
1: the population demands? I want to do my top five anime because Hunter X is going to be on there. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. And um, I've never been at the edge of my seat before. Mm-hmm. Until
0: one of, until i've been
1: day. like on edge like i really didn't know what was going to happen i can kind of predict the future i should have talked about the with eddie beforehand because i mm-hmm. can kind of predict what's going to happen next yeah but um i've never been like on the edge of my seat like what's gonna happen like it's kind of yeah. tense it's, tense. it's Espe- tense especially where you told me you're at it's it's very tense because mm-hmm. you're coming towards like the climax the climax yeah definitely it's it's only gonna go uphill okay yeah, but um, I don't know if if cruiser if you have a top five anime.
0: I don't. Um, it's something that you guys have definitely inspired me to watch more. Mm-hmm. Um, I just it's hard to. It's definitely a time commitment. When yeah, with anime with stuff like that, I know there some have seasons and some have just a quick. Not, this is one story run okay. story arc, yeah. but when it comes to those shows and me and um. Uh, how do I say it? Media like that. I want to consume it in one go, and I just haven't had the time to kind of dedicate
1: to it. I have but one day. I will two animes that you can do in one day or one week. Kill a kill. Yeah. Kill a kill. Too. Yeah. I want
0: to watch that. Um, Cowboy Bebop. But, oh, yeah. I still have to finish Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> but to just to say to tying all that back in, um, whether Frank Ocean is narcissistic or not, I do like that he does release music when he wants to, when he wants to. And um, when time passes, because you're two different people, hopefully, within four year within a four year span. So I feel it's like fourth year this year. Yeah. So. so if he does release this year or not, um, I think it's dope to. Oh hey, it's been this. That's a
1: long time. It's a long
0: time, but it's like oh hey, it's been this much amount of time. Like let me add this to my. Let me add this to my story now. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I, let me take this not to with foreshadow,
1: me. but Coachella. What are you thinking? Um, Is he dropping something new? New album. I'm. I hope he does. It's kind of alluding to that. I will kind of be a little mad. Is if, that the if... worst or perfect setting to listen to that album? To drop that album? It's kind
0: of fifty fifty because I haven't seen. I saw Channel Orange live. I didn't see Blonde live, but to if if he if we go to Coachella and then he releases the album like a couple months later, I'm gonna kind of be kind of like salty about it. Fuck. You know what I mean? Like I could have seen this live and now I probably never will. But like I said, we can go on about Frank Ocean all day. So just wanted to give ode to the nine year anniversary. It really did spark a lot of I things want to, cut to come. Can I just you know say something mean? real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah,
1: fuck Frank. <laughs> fuck Frank anyway i want to get to my top five anime of all time and i mean this like from the bottom of my heart this is what i believe in wholeheartedly yeah go ahead because the truth king Um, Uh,
0: i know i'm not a big anime fan i like i said i do want to get more into it and i do appreciate you guys' suggestions but um i know you guys are big fans so
1: go ahead let list them out yeah i can definitely nerd out all day on this i can talk all day about fucking anime if i really wanted to but uh, at number five, I'm going to go with this. And I know it doesn't belong here, but I'm biased. Number okay. five is going to be Naruto. Okay. For sure. A lot of filler, a lot of bullshit, great world building. And the story gets tied up. The, the filler definitely kills it. I definitely Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Number four, there's only six episodes. So if you're a new anime fan, like you can easily watch this in a day. And that's the original Cooley. I heard flco yes flco i heard
0: about somebody recommended that to me i want to watch it
1: it i believe it was my first anime I how do like you a, find
0: it is it what's it on
1: i watched it on youtube to be honest with you for real yeah
0: okay i heard it's like not dirty but it's like funny it's, it's dirty. like very adult things. i was
1: a young boy watching it and i just a yeah just like, a lad <laughs> just a young a wee bird man uh-huh, a, wee, <laughs> a, a, a birdie <laughs> and uh like just it was a good coming to age anime, coming to age story yeah okay all right at number three i uh, I'm gonna say overlord overlord okay. is like a different perspective on the usual uh anime cliche because you're looking at it from the other perspective from the villain almost. And it's, I wouldn't say it's Deadpool-esque, but mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of anti-hero for okay. sure. Definitely. But uh, it looks, I don't know. I really like it. I really fuck with it. That's also great world building. I really don't know how I fuck with like the Middle Earth kind of setting, but this is like the first one that like, okay, I'm cool with that. Like I'm cool with the elves and the gargoyles and blah and blah, and blah, and blah. Uh-huh. All right. At number two on my list. I got Hunter X Hunter and I was just talking about this. I have very little things I can say against Hunter X. If anything, I would say this is my one B of all things. I would give it a 99 out of 100. If anything, the animation, I don't really like the animation that well, but okay. it's good enough, you know? Everything from like the music to just living to just leaving you on the edge of your seat. It's really like you want to watch. You just want to keep watching, like you just want to keep watching. Like that's it. Like it's so interesting. The world building on this is excellent. Like you couldn't ask for it any better. They but, did a great job. If I can add on, you saw the first few seasons, obviously. Mm-hmm. The ending, uh, the outro of that with the show mm-hmm. when like the music is so fucking good. Yeah. Like, I like the, I like the, the, the score, the music inside the show. Yeah, definitely. But that outro, I think it's when, I don't know if you'll remember the way I remember is it's when Hisoka is first shown on the outro, mm-hmm. like it's almost like a rock. Yeah. It's almost. so cool. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I agree with you a hundred percent. And Very I could, done. I could easily say this could be the greatest anime of all time if it would like close that if we can just keep on growing with it it could definitely have the potential to be the greatest anime of all time because there's no filler there's no nothing everything is it's for it's there for a reason yeah but um with that being said it does cut out early it's still a great anime like i can still watch it again like i want to show this to my son whenever he's born or my daughter whenever she's born okay but there's definitely a clear cut number one on my list and my number one anime of all time is Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And I know like, you're over there, mock. Oh yeah, Cowboy Bebop. There's so much mystery. There's so much intrigue that can go into it. Like the story finishes kind of quick, 26 episodes, but you can, you can let your imagination run and you can keep it on. You know, like yeah. there's a lot of questions left unanswered that you can answer yourself. I like everything about it from the spaceships, from the jazz music. Oh, the music, the score of that out that uh, anime is mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite, like, score of anime ever. But if you're gonna pass the ball to me, Maya, uh, I can't say no particular order. But if I have to do a number five, new or old, I'm gonna say One Punch Man is definitely got it. It's got to crack that one that top five. It's definitely my six. It's definitely, for me personally, at least, it's up there. Number four, if I had to, is going to be Overlord. Love Overlord. Overlord's amazing. It's great. Number three, I might have to do maybe a Seven Deadly Sins. Season one. Season one and two. No, nah. Two 2 doesn't count. The one you saw on Netflix, it's supposedly it doesn't really count. Mm-hmm. I bought the manga, so I'm going to find out what's really happening. Let me know. What was that, number three? Mm. Mm-hmm. Number two, I'm going to do Naruto. Okay. Love Naruto. Everybody does Naruto. But number one, for me personally at least, is Hunter. Okay. Hunter x Hunter. I'm not mad at you. I love Hunter, bro. It's I can weird. watch Hunter. It's Hunter x Hunter? Hunter x Hunter. Okay. I can watch Hunter x Hunter. Um, um, yo, bro. And all the fucking time. Yo, you style your hair off gone, right? You know the vibes. You, you style your hair vibes, off bro. gone, right? You know the vibes, bro. Okay. I knew it. For me, (laughs) um, I don't have personal favorite
0: animes. I guess you could say I'm a basic bitch when it comes to anime. Like, I love Dragon Ball Z growing up. Obviously, Pokemon and Digimon. Those are very Americanized animes.
1: Digimon. Digimon (laughs) monsters. monsters. But for me, I
0: was stating before that I know that Cowboy Bebop is the golden fucking age. Shout of, out Samurai Champlain. You know what I mean? That yeah, that's now I anime, know I, need to come back I know that like Cowboy Bebop is like the godfather of anime. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, shout out Demon Hunter. Shout out Goblin Hunters. It's just one of those shows that I want to, hey, I don't want to do anything this weekend. I want to sit down and watch this. I just haven't got, I think I'm like episode 8 or 9. Mm. I'm going to get there eventually, but I want to be able to watch it in a sequence. You know what I mean? That's fair. Um, but i I, ha- I like the music i like the style it's animated it in um it's, it's so far there's nothing that's turned me off of it it's mm-hmm. just more so life and time that's taken me away from it which is just yeah you know, regular shit i've always
1: heard cowboy bebop is one of the the grandfathers of anime but i love for me i love the spaceships i love like the action scenes i love the fighting and the music like
0: it's it's like kind of jazzy, kind of you yeah, know. Yeah, no, I mean? it, it's fast. Uh, uh, it's something I mean to go back to. Um, for me, just to kind of add to you guys' conversation, how I said I've never been to, into anime like that. Mm. How I said I'm more Americanized, but I do love um, Hayao Miyazaki's films. Um, I love all his films. The Studio Ghibli films. Shout out Kishimoto. Every. Pretty much all the ones that I've seen, I love them all. Uh, Spirited Away, Howl's Moving Castle, Porco Rosso, Um, Kiki's Delivery Service, uh Princess Mononoku. Like those are films. Oh, he did all of them? Yeah, he did all those films. Um I think uh there's another one. I love nineties anime. Yeah, I don't know. I just like That's the golden age for you. Yeah. There is film, like those are films regardless of they're animated um, or Mm -hmm. not, those are movies. Shout out to Kara. Shout out to Evangelion. And how I said, like how I said, um, I love film. Mm. Those, those, how, okay. Hold on. How I said that I like to be taken away to a different world. Uh That's what those films do for me. Okay. I mean, so that's why I love his storytelling. I love the animation. I love the creativity behind it. Mm. So I don't have really like specific shows to add on to what you guys are talking about. But those specific films for me and the studio for me has taken me away to a different space. Y'all need to watch Akira. Yeah.
1: And Evangelion. I heard Akira.
0: I heard Akira is getting adapted into a, a motion major motion too. picture
1: Ak- akira is like what started dragon ball z
0: yeah i heard that akira is like i've heard kanye has been influenced by akira yeah that's one of the main like foreign anime whatever you want to call it's, it.
1: it it's amazing it's a staple it's but like a I founding it, father i think it came out in like 89
0: but just to kind of add to your, to your guys conversation i do want to get more into it um yeah, they're very hey
1: boy, progressive uh, and stuff.
0: Um, speaking on anime or just media in general, yeah. Uh, I finally watched Parasite. Really? I finally watched it um, stemming off like subtitles and watching things in a foreign language. Um, have you seen it yet, Bird? No, nah, not yet. Oh, man, you need to see it. I feel like I need a second viewing of it. And also, we watched it in pauses, so we watched Mm. an hour. Yeah, that was the one thing that I kind of think uh, detracted from the whole movie. But it was a good film. It had a lot to say. It It was was, very funny. It was a great film. It was a funny film. Um, I was telling, I was telling Blaze while we were watching it. Um, regardless of if it's a different culture from American, from it's it's Korean, obviously. But growing up in a Mexican South Korean South Korean. Uh, growing up in a Mexican household, the acting was very, like, soap opera-esque. It was very dramatic at times, and it was kind of funny because I used to watch novelas mm. with my mom and with my dad back in the day, and the, they have a very dramatic tone behind it, and I feel like that was kind of translated over. So regardless of if they have anything to do with each other or not, um, I just felt like it was kind of cool to, like, see that as an adult, like, kind of relating to it, you know what I mean? Um, but I will say that I can see why it was the best picture. I can see why it's been getting all this praise. I just think for me personally that I didn't, I need to watch it again and that we watched it in a pause because when we watched it again or when we picked back up on it again, it was right before the thing where the discovery happened. So I think if we watched it in a sequence, how you're supposed to watch a fucking movie, Um, I think I would have been like, "Oh shit!"
1: I think you need to watch this movie again. Yeah, without a pause, dim the lights a little bit. Mm -hmm. Don't get up to the restroom. Just and I was also pretending movie theater.
0: I will say I I was very tired. I was almost damn near falling asleep. It wasn't for that. But how you were saying last week this is definitely a movie that I wish I would have saw in the movie theater because it has you could, that tone. You'd be able to feel the suspense. Um, you know the suspenseful part. Suspense, yeah. Bro, I love the that the movie theater. Because I, I was telling Blaze, I just said it out loud. I was like, oh, some shit's about to go down. Because you can tell by the music, even though it's not really telling you what's eluding or whatever specific, even if it's not a horror aspect, but something is going to happen, and you don't know what it is. You know what I mean?
1: You picked up on that more than I did, man, because... Um, like I said you should rewatch it yeah I do I do want to rewatch it but don't have these pauses that you said you had yeah no it definitely wasn't the way to watch this film pretend Um, that you're in a theater
0: yeah it definitely wasn't the way to watch the film but I can see why it was nominated why it won one of the best Um, movies I've seen man and shout outs to it I did enjoy the film how I said I not that I'm fucking that I related to it or anything but I saw a lot of similarities between different cultures you know what I mean so I thought that was cool uh, at the end of the day that we're all kind of just one yeah, as long as people. there's hierarchies and cultures
1: this will always be a film you can relate to. yeah definitely because um, nobody at least in the terms of this film and just in general nobody is the same the people who have the money the will the the means to do everything is going to be different from the people who grew up in the gutter the people who yeah like it's a film you can relate to.
0: Yeah, definitely. So I'm glad that I, I finally got to watch it, but I think I watched it wrong, so it didn't really like impact me as much as I wanted it to. But that was my own fault. But I did... It
1: was a good film. It, it was, was a really good film. Damn near perfect. Uh, anything but else with media that you guys st- want to discuss? Sticking to media, on a lighter note, have you seen uh, the new Robert Patton's in Batman?
0: Yeah, I've seen it. Um... I don't know. I'm fifty-fifty on it. Like, I'm not like, oh, this is shit, and I'm not like, oh, like fucking, this is dope. Like, I'm like, all right, I'm not, I'm not hitting on it. I'm excited to see what happens with it because I know Matt Reeves is a great director. The cast looks amazing. Um, so I'm excited to see.
1: Is Zendaya Batgirl or Zoe Kravitz?
0: Uh, Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. So Jeez. I'm, I'm really excited to see what happens with this film. And it's, it's just to go. It's just to show that. The internet will fucking take any image that is shown, and they'll make it whatever they want to talk about A five-second clip. It's not going to be the end result, you know what I mean?
1: Of course. There's a ton of editing that has to happen. If this flops, though, then they need to wait 10 years to make another Batman. If this flops, they shouldn't make a Batman in decades.
0: Until Caden's a teenager. Yeah.
1: How many Batmans have you seen in your, your lifetime? At least three, right? All Four? of them. All of them. Yeah. Other
0: than Adam West, but
1: all of yeah, them. We've seen the Adam West one. Either. We've seen uh,
0: Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Michael
1: Keaton. We've seen Val Kilmer.
0: Val Kilmer. George Kimmer. Clooney.
1: George Clooney. Damn. Um,
0: George Clooney. Christian Bale. Christian job. Bale. And ben Affleck. ben Affleck. Arnold
1: Schwarzenegger was a bad casting in that movie.
0: Ice. Uh, Iceman? Man. Froze Fro- no. Fro- no. Doctor Freeze. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Doctor Freeze. <laughs> you said frozen. Yeah, I said froze, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, but I'm not mad Back at to it. Topic. I like the music that was in the clip. That shit was It tight. was just a screen test. Yeah, I know it was just a screen test, but it's something to think, talk about. Do
1: you think he's going to have the white eyes? Yeah. yeah. I, I do as well. That's kind of dope. Have you seen it, Bird? I do like that aspect of it. I think it's going to be white eyes cause are you a comic unedited. Sorry. Unedited. Um, Are you
0: a comic book? Not even a fan, but are you a superhero fan?
1: I didn't fuck with the Ben Affleck. Batman, mm-hmm. I fucked with the Batman before that mm-hmm. Christian, Christian Bell, Christian Bell. Bell. Batman. Yeah, yeah. great Batman Yeah, great Batman, probably the best Batman Yeah, Yeah, I can agree with that R.I.P. and Peace, I'm going Heath Ledger Heath R.I.P. Ledger. and Peace
0: Did you see the clips? Did you see the images? Nah,
1: I meant to do that this morning, I didn't do it It's good, It's well I can't say it's good It's five fucking seconds Yeah. But Anyone pull it up real quick? Sure
0: So now seeing the clip, how do you feel about
1: it? A little bit excited, a little bit not 50-50 right? it looks like an either do really great or really bad. Yeah. That's that's every film. I'm
0: just saying with, I know that Matt Reeves, um, I know he's a good uh, filmmaker. So I'm excited. He He made the whole, the, the new planet of the apes trilogy. Oh, um, I can get behind that. I, all right. Confession. I haven't seen it, but I've heard it has been, it's gotten a lot of praise for what it was. You've never even seen the first one, the rise of the planet of the apes. No, I never saw it.
1: It's, it's, pretty
0: good yeah no i never saw it With but season. i did hear that no. <laughs> no i did hear that it was a good um thing for what it was
1: first one was
0: great but um yeah i'm i'm not opposed to this new batman i'm excited to i'm always excited to see a superhero film on screen
1: batman's dope character um, too i love batman but it's a complicated character Definitely.
0: i just hope it's Definitely. I, regardless of if the costumes look dope or not. I just hope it's a good film. Like, I think we, as fanboys and fa- as fans, that we just kind of get too wrapped up into the said um, ideology and the said um, kind of character caricature uh-huh. of what those people are,
1: that we kind of lose the story of it. You know what I mean? If I can say one thing, the way you feel about comic book movies is the way I feel about anime. Okay, that's fair. And it's just like... I don't even really read comic books
0: like that. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a separation because I've grown up with comic book movies since the kid, obviously. But I grew up on 90s cartoons, which was Spider-Man, Batman, Batman Beyond, all that shit. So whatever I know about superheroes and comic books is what I used to watch on WB Kids and Fox Kids (laughs) back in the day. Shaolin Monks. Exactly. So I used to watch. Shout out Lucha Libre. I was up. At 6 a.m. every Saturday watching cartoons. So that's why I, I, it's not even from comic books, it's from cartoons that what I hold superheroes to. Okay. But yeah, um, I am excited. I'm 50-50 about it. But like I said, you never really know what's going to happen till the fucking final product is out. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, you know.
1: I'm curious of what Robert Pattinson is going to do. Mm-hmm. Oh because uh, I do feel
0: like he's gotten a neg- st- negative stigma, yeah, obviously, because of Twilight and everything. But different role from what he's used to. I'm not
1: opposed to like, oh, fuck that guy. Like, no, like, let's see what happens. Yeah, because Lighthouse, granted, I didn't care for the movie as much as like, I thought I would. Mm-hmm. But it did show his acting range. So I'm curious of what he can do for this. Is that
0: pretty much everything we need to talk about this week?
1: Yeah, or, I mean.
0: Do you guys want to get into weekly recommendations?
1: Yeah, I don't. Whoever wants to start it. I'll start um, first. I already hinted at it earlier. Uh, watch more anime. Hunter x Hunter. Great anime. Fantastic. Show it to your children. Boom. Uh, for me, I don't know if any of you have seen it. It's BoJack Horseman. This is it's, They reached their final season. They're this is the end of it. Mm-hmm. I, again, I don't know if any of you have seen it. But it's a great show. It may be animated. It may be cartoony but it does touch on a lot of very touchy subjects. Very dark, very deep. Yeah, a lot of it talks about mental illness. It talks about narcissism. It's very like psychological. Yeah, Aaron Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad is a part of that, right? Yeah. So is uh, Will Arnett, Alison Brie. Um, There's some names attached
0: to it. I've never been turned off by the show because obviously I've never seen it, but um, I just haven't sat down with it. But I do hear good things about it. I just haven't. Not that I'm
1: uninterested with it, but I just haven't gone to it per se. I will put it up there as not animation, but one of the best shows I've ever seen. Would you say
0: it's more so regular media that's animated? Like it has something to
1: say, but it's just, it's animated. I will say the animation takes it beyond the uh, regular media because where regular media has obviously actors, Mm -hmm. this has animated characters so they can say something really touchy, really dark, really sophisticated, but they can make it lighthearted. Okay. It's a great show, man. It talks about a lot of things. I I couldn't recommend it enough, especially it talks about, like I said again, mental illness. It talks about narcissism. It, it's a lot of stuff. You should, it's definitely a shot right Narcissism, it. what's that? <laughs> I <don't know>. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Um.
0: Me. But God yeah, complaint. no, I do want to watch it. I do want to watch it It's a it. good show well, I recommend it man it's It looks unorthodox But I'm Very
1: it's, Get, I'm, get I'm, past I'm, the few Cartoony episodes And it'll But I love cartoons
0: At the end of the day So yeah, but dark, adult cartoons Are right up my
1: alley Like Will Arnett Hunter, Kills this Hunter Hunter role It He has a monologue In an episode Just one person talking <laughs> Okay And it's one of the best Things I've ever fucking seen Alright It's but, good It's something you can connect with Yeah it's definitely A good show That's uh, my recommendation
0: For myself um i have two real quick Do it. i saw uh dr sleep okay which is the sequel to the shining have you guys seen the shining i have not so pretty much you haven't seen the shining
1: yeah nope. i've seen the shining i have not i thought you did
0: nope okay anyway so it's like one of the most beloved horror movies go up to the
1: cabin right and then get yeah snowed in. um okay. it's yeah. one of the most beloved horror movies classic. of all time stanley you've Kruppin. never seen the shining i've been to the maze Horror <laughs> nights.
0: Um Stanley Kubrick directed it, one of the most <laughs> beloved filmmakers of all time. But apparently at the time that Stephen King, which who wrote the novel, yeah. didn't like the adaptation of it. Odd. So uh Mike Flanagan, the director of Doctor Sleep, went up to him and he was like, Look, I'm gonna adapt your book, Doctor Sleep, but I'm also gonna um owe to the fans that loved The Shining because that's the thing of pop culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so Stephen King pretty much gave him the pass. Like, okay. all right, go ahead, do it. I don't know. It was a very, it's a very make-believe fantasy-esque film, but I enjoyed it. Like there was a little bit of horror aspects to it, but nothing that really kind of like fucks with you. There was some disturbing imagery that, or, or like something that just kind of like made you like, kind of like, you know, jump a little bit. Um, but it was enjoyable. The pacing was good. You and McGregor did a hell of a job. Um Shouts out Obi Wan. Shouts out Obi Wan. So I think would I watch the movie again? Yes, but I would've watched it again in like maybe like five maybe three, four years. Um but if you haven't seen the Shining um, and you watch these two back to back, I think they go hand in hand with each other, really? even though it's been 30, 40 years mm. between the two. Mm. I think it does a good job to take you back to that world, especially if you're a fan of the first movie. Um, but like I said, the pacing wasn't bad. It's very make believe, but it was just a very enjoyable film. Um, and also the only thing that took me out of it was that I thought they were going to use footage from the from The Shining. But they didn't. They reenacted it. So it kind of felt like a true crime documentary show. Mm -hmm. Um, And it kind of looked very cheesy. And it was only one scene that kind of took me out of the film. Mm -hmm. But that's my kind of only critique with it. But um, I like the film. It was a good watch, especially if you're a fan of The Shining. Um, Don't be turned off by it. I think it was good. Um, What was your second recommendation? Pretty much it's for Bird. Uh, Blaze is watching this show on Netflix. It's called Love is Blind. And so it's not Love Island, but Love Island-esque, where two... It's a reality.
1: Yeah, the people, they have a wall and they...
0: Yeah, you've heard about it? Yeah, I have. I've seen the previews. Okay, so it's it's two people and they don't see each other. So the whole point of the show is to get married. That's fucked. But... <laughs> so it's, it's talking about if love is blind, so... It's um. Are they
1: ugly people? Are they attractive?
0: No, everybody's pretty attractive. Um, but it's so one person's in a in a room, the other person's in the next room, and they're able to talk to each other. Do they got so, one of them like
1: remote control vibrators?
0: No, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen the whole thing. <laughs> I'm just kind of. I'm kind of telling you about it because I know you like this type of shit. Okay. Um, Is it on Netflix? You said it's on Netflix. So pretty much they talk to each other, but they they're getting to know each other and they're they're talking about their deepest, their deepest darkest secrets. They're talking about their, <laughs> their deepest, their, darkest, <laughs> their, their deepest, darkest secrets. They're talking about their love, their hate. Um, they're being super personal without actually seeing the person. Huh. So it's just trying to go to show that love is blind or whatever. You know what I mean? And um, they pretty much the end goal is to get married. Um, but I think it's kind of interesting. I haven't watched the whole thing, but I kind of want to see an episode where, uh, cause there's a point in the show where the two p- parties meet each other, but I haven't seen one where they're like, Oh no, like I can't do it. She's ugly. Or oh, he's it's not ugly. like next. Yeah. So I want to see where the theory is debunked, but pretty much in the show, it's like day three of experiment.
1: My name's Laquan, I'm 24, and I don't want to be here. So, I don't know.
0: I haven't seen it all the way. Um, Blaze was watching it last night. I was kind of like going to sleep but peeking at it, but I thought it was interesting to say Is there any the mind least. fuckery? I don't know. Like I guess said, I haven't watched it all the way. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of reality television, but it was enough for me to kind of get a little interest with it but mm. I just kind of wanted to share with that w- okay. with you because I know you like Love Island and it's not that it's Love Island but it's a little kind of on borderline of that I can appreciate that Love yeah. that was pretty much of a uh, recommendations you guys are good? Yeah alright well we're almost out of here people you guys know what time it is you guys know what time it is um let's get the fuck out of here
1: uh Burst lead us take us away alright man life is like a beer pong game it's not about the first cup it's about the last one so you need to find your last cup and you need to sink that shit homie for real though god damn damn that was deep that was deep i like that shit i felt that one you wanna know what's funny what's up i forgot this whole week to think about birch darkness it's okay i bro. made that this <laughs> while we we're doing this That's fine, bro. It
0: is. It's not. But it just goes to show it's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. You know what I mean? Um, Exactly. (laughs) We're at episode five, guys. Like, think about we've been starting this. We started this shit in December and those episodes didn't even get released because we were still learning. Hmm. And now we're at episode five. We're still learning. You know what I mean? Exactly. We we still have a lot of steps to climb. So um, it just goes to show that it's not how you start. It's how about the journey. Finish, yeah. It's about how you finish. So
1: Fire. But we've said it every episode. Thank you to everybody.
0: Yeah, thank you to everybody. Um, right before we leave, anybody any shout outs to anybody? Um
1: Yeah. I wanna shout out Pop Smoke,
0: bro. Yeah, shout out to Pop Smoke. Shout Rest out to his family.
1: Peace. Uh shout out my drug dealer. Shout out Steven. <laughs> his name's Guthix. He does this show out in San every shout week. Shout out
0: Guthix. I used to I went to to elementary school with him yo
1: bro like i ain't gonna lie though your house your house shows were sick i know you ain't gonna hear this shit but your house shows were sick
0: yeah um i told him i i talked to his mom i was like it's so dope that you're letting your son take his his events in your backyard mm -hmm. like it just goes to show that when your parents back you um not even financially but just uh, emotionally that shit will take you a long way you know what i mean so that shit is dope (laughs) Catamane. Kind
1: of <laughs> I just want to reiterate because it was on a lighter note right now. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, possible
0: Rest in peace, Posmo. Too young, definitely too young. For me, I do want to shout out the homie Cam Archer. Uh, he does have two singles out right now: "Forward" and uh, "The What I Do Remix." Um, go check, go check him out. That dude can wrap his fucking ass off. I met him when I was like about. Seventeen, eighteen, and he's never been um he's always been able to lend a helping hand even with this pod um i've asked him questions what he does um how do i do this how do I do how do i do that he's never um once uh led me astray or anything he's always been there to help lend a helping hand out, and uh fun fact his podcast the midnight run podcast with him and jay has was the very first podcast that i ever listened to so i just want to thank you for being able to do that to in some way inspire me to help this become something so i want to thank you for all your help um everybody go listen to cam archer uh that man can wrap his ass off so shout out to you cam thank you for all your help
1: i do want to say another fun fact i think you showed me his podcast our first concert to king cruel Oh, for real? Yeah, I think that was the first podcast I ever Yeah. He,
0: other than Joe Budden's like Cam's podcast was the first one that I ever listened to.
1: Yeah, it was one of the it, it probably was the first one I ever heard. So, shout outs out Cam Archer. shouts out to shout outs to Cam, shout outs to the IE rap
0: scene. Um definitely go stream his music. Uh he's a very talented artist. So, shout outs to you, man. Thank you for everything that you've helped out with. And one last shout out before we get out of here um shout outs to my lady blaze her birthday is on the 25th um happy birthday to you girl thank you for everything you've done thank you for your support and all this so um (laughs) (laughs) i I just want to shout out her um happy birthday i hope you had a good one she's supported me since the beginning so i just want to give a very special happy birthday to her
1: happy birthday blaze when's her birthday
0: the 25th of February, February?
1: Yeah. oh so two days from now
0: yeah but at the time of release it'll be like two days before two
1: days after it's your fucking birthday it's your fucking birthday it'll be two days after uh-huh it's your fucking birthday it's your birthday, birthday baby. it's <laughs> your birthday,
0: <laughs> okay. it's your birthday. <laughs> anyways happy birthday girl I love you um out to the listeners thank you guys very much I just want to thank you guys for listening This is the Cruise Control Podcast. We are available on Spotify, Apple, Google Cast, wherever you listen to your podcast. I want to thank you guys for your endless support. Sorry for the delay last week, but we are available every Thursday before you wake your ass up. Thank you guys for everything. Um, Thank you guys for all the love and support. We will see you guys next week. This has been the Cruise Control Podcast. This is Kid Cruiser, along with Eddie and Birdman Laflame. We'll see you guys next week. We love you guys. Peace out. This is the Cruise
1: Control Podcast. Rest in peace.